Asia Pacific currents. News and labor issues from the Asia Pacific region. We strongly condemn the, the police that arrest、uh, the protesters. Saturday mornings at nine o'clock on Community Radio 3CR. Workers of the world should unite to fight this greedy capitalist. Brought to you by Australia Asia Worker Links. Good morning, and welcome to Asia Pacific Currents this Saturday, the third of October. A glorious, glorious day here in Melbourne, Victoria. Of course,、uh, the first of very many、um, grand final public holiday weekends that we're going to have in the second part of the year. I'm sure we've all felt that the second part of the year has had a dearth of public holiday. So. A very good development. Let's try and get May Day and International Women's Day as public holidays too. I reckon. I'm Giselle Hanna. I'm taking you through to nine、uh, thirty this morning. You are listening to Asia Pacific Currents, which is brought to you by Australia Asia Worker Links. If you want to get in touch with us, you can find us on the web or the w's.aawl.org.au. We're on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, so you can follow news and current affairs from across the region on those two social media platforms. On the program today,、um, Pierre Morrow, the other co-presenter of Asia Pacific Currents, spoke with Mikyung Riau, who is the International Relations Officer of the KCTU. That's the Korean Confederation of Trade Unions. Um, there have been some recent、uh, labour industrial activities and massive demonstrations in South Korea, and so、um, we spoke to her about what is happening over there.、Um, a, a bit of a cruisy show today. I will be bringing you some news items from across the region in our usual、uh, news roundup, but we're also going to have a bit of、um, some music on today's program.、Um, a couple of Uh, songs to remind us where we well not where we come from but where this land or who this land really belongs to, but I will go straight into news from around the region. The struggle in 2012 by thousands of Maruti Suzuki workers in the Gorgon region, just outside of New Delhi, for better pay and conditions, has been documented many, many times before, and of course Asia Pacific Currents has reported on it count,、uh, countless times in the past. Unfortunately, that fight was defeated with thousands of workers dismissed, hundreds arrested, and many beaten. They were replaced by casualised workers, and this month, this new workforce came out against their low pay, long hours, bad conditions, and precarious employment arrangements. Unfortunately, they've also been met with brutality, with hundreds arrested and injured. The fight for better conditions in the global auto sector needs industrial, international industrial action. There's a new documentary exposing the continued exploitation of the garment industry in、uh, across the Asia Pacific. The conditions for workers in the garment sector in countries like Bangladesh, Cambodia, and Pakistan are some of the worst in the world. While workers have continually fought for better conditions and wages in all of these countries, they are usually met with repression and the threat of dismissal. A recent documentary, "Clothes to Die For," exposes the global chain of exploitation of this industry that allows huge profits to be made by a few companies on the misery of millions of workers. 
And there are nationwide rallies planned in Australia in support of asylum seekers and refugees. The replacement of the Australian Prime Minister by his own party earlier this month raised the hopes that thousands of refugees stuck in detention centres around Australia and internationally would receive justice. Of particular concern, the two concentration camps in Manus Island on Papua New Guinea and in Nauru, where human rights abuses are widespread. Refugee activists all around Australia will conduct a series of protests for Sunday the 11th of October, calling for the closure of these overseas concentration camps and freedom for refugees. And as previously reported a number of times, the exploitation of temporary migrant workers in Australia is becoming more and more visible. On the back of the rampant abuse of workers by the global company 7-Eleven, a new study has detailed the extent and depth of exploitation of temporary migrant workers in Australia. Only through the granting of more permanent visa status and the creation of independent unions to organise these workers will these exploitative practices be stopped. And in fact, that particular look or investigation into 7-Eleven showed that their entire business model cannot possibly pay workers um, the minimum wage. So the entire business model is based on exploitation. Well, I mean, everybody's is, but is basically um, based on underpaying workers. And finally, the Pulmoloni Company specialises in producing perishable foods in South Korea and has branches in other countries. Truck drivers for Pulmoloni recently undertook strike actions against low pay rates, long hours and unsafe working conditions. While they managed to get the company to recognise their union and a commitment to improve conditions, Pulmioni is now putting pressure on, on drivers not to identify themselves as unionists. This pressure has also included individual workers being assaulted by thugs or the police. The workers' union, the KPTU Truck Sol, has now initiated an international campaign to make companies at the top of supply chains accountable for public safety and workers' rights. That is the news from around the region. It is eight minutes past nine o'clock here on Community Radio 3CR. Some community announcements and then Blackfella, Whitefella by the Warumpi Band. Politicians and mainstream media are fueling anti-Muslim hate. Attacks on Muslims are increasing and the fear is causing some women to restrict their movements. Worse, an anti-Muslim political party is launching in October. It's time for people who oppose bigotry to organise. Stand up and speak out against Islamophobia. Sign the statement at www.voicesagainstbigotry.org and ask others to do the same. Don't be a bystander. Voices Against Bigotry is a 3CR supporter. Three CR, always bringing you the latest union news. They're coming after us at the moment. They want to get rid of penalty rates, the big push from businesses. They want to get rid of all the things that you and I have fought for. So there's tens of thousands of jobs gone, contracted out to sham contracting arrangements. On 8.55am and on the web, 3cr.org.au.
Hey, this is Nick from Pinar. You're listening to 3CR. Please support community radio and your local music scene. Subscribe now. Give money back to the people that give music to you. You're listening to uh, Asia Pacific Currents here on Community Radio 3CR. I'm Giselle Hanna taking you through to 9.30 this morning. Pierre Morrow interviewed Mikyung Griao, who is the International Relations Officer of the KCTU, the Korean Confederation of Trade Unions. They talked about labour issues and demonstrations in South Korea. Here's that interview. Earlier this year, in late April till the 1st of May, there were massive actions and demonstrations by workers in South Korea against the current practices by companies and the government's intention to bring in new labour laws. Can you tell me what impact these actions have had in South Korea? We staged a general strike on April 28th of this year. And we also have very big uh, rally uh, on occasion of the May Day. It was about the government's initiative for so-called labour market reform, as you mentioned. And actually at that moment, government lead the negotiation among the uh, social partners, the employers and the FKTU, another confederation in Korea, about these initiatives. But at that time, the KCTU was out of the negotiation because this agenda is set by the government and everything the government wanted to uh, negotiate in the discussion was in favor of the companies and the, the employers. And uh, it uh, intended to weakening the organized workers and trade unions so it was not genuine uh, negotiation. So we, uh, instead of join, joining the negotiation, the KCTU decided to stage a mass uh, action and mass rally uh, out of that. So, but finally, the social partners make an agreement recently, but the agenda is still alive, especially in the National Assembly, the parliament. So. Uh, we are still continuing the action about this issue. In many countries, there has been effects because of the slowing global economy and there has been uh, job losses. Is this the, the same in South Korea? Are we seeing more pressure on jobs and conditions in South Korea? Yes, exactly. The labor market reform was started based on the public belief that uh, people, especially the young people, the youth, suffering from uh, unemployment. It means they are not pro- uh, provided any quality jobs and even any jobs. So the youth unemployment is very uh, big issue in Korean society, uh, likely uh, to other uh, countries in the world. The same as in many other countries, the government wants to make the workers pay for this crisis by cutting wages and conditions. So what is the feeling among a lot of the Korean workers about these new laws and and new agreements? People don't believe that 
their opinion or their idea about this law reform was reflected in the negotiations. Nobody, government and the trade union confederation, the FKTU, didn't represent uh, their opinion. So it is not a genuine agreement or something like that. And the important thing is the arguments from the governments is the labor market reform uh, is needed uh, to uh, resolve the problems of youth in unemployment. But from the beginning, they, the diagnosis of the governments uh, about the root cause of this uh, youth unemployment is, uh, was wrong. They are insisting that the problem, the uh, youth unemployment come from over protection for the uh, regular workers and uh, organized workers. So trade and the trade union is uh, too strong. So it is very hard for uh, the companies to uh, hire workers and there are no flexibility in the labor market. So to solve this problem, uh, the government uh, insists that they have to weaken the power of the trade unions and uh, they have to rift the overall protection for the, labor, uh, the, the regular workers and trade union. So they introduce some kind of administrative guideline to make it easy, easier uh, for the company to fire uh, and dismiss workers uh, based on uh, their performance. And they also introduce a new system that when the company wants to change the uh, work rule, in favor of the company itself. Uh, so far, uh, if uh, the company wants to do that, they have to get in agreement from the trade union or the uh, representative of the workers, but they have to, they want to lift this uh, regulation as well. And they also want to introduce some new regulation to expand the period during the company can hire workers as a contract basis. So. Uh, in Anasa, uh, the government and companies want to uh, make dismissal easier, uh, wage, make a wage lower, and proliferation of the uh, precarious jobs, unprotected jobs. So people actually uh, worry about this kind of labor uh, law reform. It sounds very much like some of the arguments that the companies and the governments here in Australia say when they try to cut our conditions and wages as well. Getting back to South Korea, the issue though is that precarious work and contracting out and casualization is already mm -hmm. a very big problem for South Korean work. Yes, in many statistics, the non-regular uh, employment is uh, more than 50% of the whole uh, employment. And of course, the, these proposed laws would just um, increase these statistics. Yeah, we believe that because there is some regulation. We have a law in Korea uh, called protection for the fixed term and dispatched workers. So it regulates the use contract fixed um, uh, employment or dispatch workers uh, based on the regulation of the period uh, for two years. They want to expand this period for four years and they also expand the category of employment where the employers can hire workers as a contract basis or dispatching. So this law uh, introduced 
reduced, uh, we have more precarious and unemployment, un, non-regular jobs in Korea. You've just finished coming from a big rally today. Can you tell us what the rally was about? As I mentioned before, uh, many KTTU is representing voices uh, which who don't believe that their voices uh, were heard to the tripartite negotiations. So we staged mass rally today in uh, downtown and we raised the voices against the recent agreements, tripartite agreements and the law uh, initiative uh, by the ruling party. And as a final question, what, what are the plans for the KCTU to fight these laws and hopefully uh, reverse them? Have you got a, a number of rallies, actions, demonstrations over the next few months that you're, you've already planned or you're still planning your response? Today's rally was organised by KCTU itself, but now... Many other social movements, including uh, farmers' leagues and students and the youth organizations, uh, get together in a coalition. So we will uh, stage a big rally in November, and this will be organized by this coalition uh, collectively. And uh, we also believe that we need more public discussion about uh, what kind of job the young people need or what so uh, we will organize a series of public discussion on occasion of the World Day of Action for this work, uh, October 7. So we will uh, raise the uh, issues about the precarious jobs and youth unemployment and safety work, at, uh, etc. Well, thank you very much, McHugh, and we certainly uh, wish you all the very best and um, we hope that your, you and your comrades are very successful in this campaign. Okay, thank you very much for your attention. No. That was Mikyung Griao. She is the International Relations Officer for the KCTU, the Korean Confederation of Trade Unions, speaking there with Pier Giorgio Moro, who is one of the co-presenters of Asia-Pacific Currents. 23 minutes past nine o'clock, you're on Community Radio 3CR. Um, some community announcements, and then I'm going to play another track, and this one is This Is My Country by Tom E. Lewis. Hey, what's up, y'all? This is Paul Miller, a.k.a. DJ Spooky, straight out of New York City. I'm checking in with Australia on 855 on your AM dial. And remember, community radio is subscription-sponsored, and I think it's incredibly important to always remember that it's a different perspective. Check it. Community radio now and beyond.
betrayed I belong to no other Yeah, this is my country It's beautiful like my mother It's beautiful like my mother This is Archie Roach and you're listening to Good Music on 855 AM on 3CR. That track that you heard was This Is My Country by Tom E. Lewis. It's 28 minutes past 9 o'clock here on Community Radio 3CR. So in the closing minutes of the show, I wanted to announce two events um, coming up next weekend. The first event is on Saturday the 10th of October and this is a um a, a counter demonstration to the United Patriots Front, the um anti mosque, anti Muslim, pro fascist basically, pro white Australia um organization that is called yet another um anti mosque demonstration in Bendigo. So um 
the Bendigo Action Coalition and the Campaign Against Racism and Fascism is called a counter-demonstration for Saturday the 10th of October at 12pm. Um, meeting at the Bendigo Town Hall, but those details are likely to change. So uh, get onto either the Bendigo Action Coalition or Campaign Against Racism and Fascism's Facebook page for um, updates on where that is proposed to meet. And the last thing I want to announce is the Stand Up for Refugees rally, 2 o'clock Sunday the 11th of October at the State Library here in uh, Melbourne, Victoria. There will be rallies right across Australia, so check out your local details for that. But in um, Melbourne, 2pm Sunday the 11th of October at the State Library. That's all for Asia Pacific Currents this Saturday. We'll be back next Saturday from uh, from 9 o'clock with more news and current affairs from the Asia Pacific region. But coming up next is Palestine Remembered. You've been listening to a 3CR podcast produced in the studios of independent community radio station 3CR in Melbourne, Australia. For more information, go to allthews.3cr.org.au.